When the world has got you down. Alzheimer's sucks. It's an equal opportunity disease that chips away at everything we hold dear. And to date, there's no cure. So until there is, we continue to fight with the most powerful tool in our arsenal, love. This is Love Conquers Alls, a real and really positive podcast that takes a deep dive into everything Alzheimer's, the good, the bad, and everything in between. And now, here's your hosts, Susie Singer-Carter and Cassie Cruz. Hello, everybody, and so glad to see you here. I'm Susie Singer-Carter. And I'm Cassie Cruz. Welcome to Love Conquers Alls. Welcome, 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 Cassie. How you yes. doing? I'm doing good. You know, well, this, you know, COVID-19 thing is a little undaunting at some point. COVID-19? What, what do you mean? What does that mean? I'm oh, kidding. Oh, yeah. There's nothing <laughs> happening. The, nothing, nothing. What? What? It's, I it's know. all normal. I know there's so many people that look so normal out there doing normal stuff again. And I'm like, ah, I, I know. I know. Well, uh, we hope I maybe. I don't if, know. <laughs> I just don't I know because we're in the midst of it still. And there is, there is some findings. But I, yeah. I don't think we know what really is everything yet. And, you know, so many people say, I'm, I'm being lied to and I'm this and there's all the conspiracies. It's like, I don't know anything is what I've decided. All I know is that my mask is really messing up my whole style, okay? That's all I know. <laughs> yes, fact, I'm not digging the masks, but you know what? I'm digging living, so we're wearing the masks and yes. that's the way it goes. We're going to be socially responsible because that's yeah. what they've asked us to oh, do. Oh no, mask is going on. I did make myself a cute I, denim one. Did you? I did. Oh. I did. Oh, I'll have to show it to you later, but I did make okay. a cute denim one and, and um, yeah, it, you well, might as well look cute. You might as well look, well, you can't not look cute, Susie. Oh, that's stop. Just, that's stop. just how you roll. That's stop. how you roll. And talking about cute. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to segue talking about this wonderful guest that we have today. I am absolutely thrilled and excited to have him. His name is Sean Perry. He is one of my heroes. He's one of my personal heroes. And I think he's Aww. a hero so many people in this world. I mean, he is the man with a capital T and a capital M. He's the executive producer and host of The Senior Zone. And he's on radio every Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is his gig. That mm -hmm. is, he has guests on. He's a huge resource for all uh, The Senior Zone, which is DC's number one radio program for seniors, dude. Wow. The weekly radio program is dedicated to serving the needs of the older adult community and now in its eighth year. Oh, that's fantastic. It's become a forum of connection and inspiring possibilities for older adults seeking tips and direction to senior programs, services, tools, resources, events, advice, as well as cultural tidbits. Since 2012, Sean has worked tirelessly to promote the well-being of older adults and to champion their cause. He attributes his reverence for older adults to his late grandmother, Rosalie Perry. We love you, Rosalie Perry, um, who instilled a profound sense of empathy for the vulnerable, frail, and elderly. And we are super grateful for you, Rosalie, because you, yes. you've, uh, you've really developed a great man. So yeah, no, that is my, what is my mantra? Empathy yeah. about, to, towards seniors. It's, it's, it's vital. It's vital. And, and, and Sean is a retired military officer um, serving nearly 22 years in the U.S. Air Force. Thank so you, Sean. He gets stuff done. Thank you for your service, sir. We've Wait, let me do that, too. 
You, again, let's do that. Let's salute him, man. Okay. Um, if I'm doing that right, Sean will probably teach us how. I know, and, and plus we both did the wrong hand. I, I think Wait, I did. Oh no, <laughs> he'll teach us, okay? And he has a BS from the University of Maryland and has resided in Washington D.C. area since 1985. Nice. And Sean has a lovely wife, Nancy, and four children: Danielle, Jared, Kyla, and I hope I'm going to say her name right, Alisa. And he will tell us because you're going to bring him on now, please. Okay. <laughs> Welcome, Sean Perry. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? Well, we're Good. doing great. We're happy to have you here. It's nice uh, to meet you. It's my pleasure. I don't know how I can live up to that introduction. You know, I tell, used to tell my uh, folks, let's... Um, uh, under promise so we can over deliver. <laughs> Cassie, you did it just the opposite, okay? I can't live up to that introduction. Come on now. <laughs> you know what? Just take it and smile. First off, I Here wanna. I it's I nice, it's good. Good for the soul. I wanna you. say, actually, you will. I actually did do that. I under promised and you will over deliver just like the person Aww. I know you to be, Sean. So I know with uh, certainty that this uh, conversation will be extremely enlightening for so many people and to really share the magnitude of what gift you have brought to the world. Um, it's, it's, it's beyond compare. So I just, you're a great example. Um, I'm just, I'm in awe of you. Uh, I came to Sean, Sean and I got to know each other from Broken Memories because um, I wanted to do um, a fundraiser. I wanted to create something in Maryland or back east in DC for Congress. I had this big, huge idea because, of course, I wanted caregivers and Alzheimer's to have a whole bunch of funds and I wanted the awareness to happen. And Sean came to my aid to make that happen. He created this uh, event with me back east and I'm forever grateful for that. And then, of course, uh, when I did the fundraiser in Los Angeles with Ron Howard and Bryce Dallas Howard, um, for Broken Memories with Alzheimer's LA, uh, you came out, you flew out here and made sure that happened with me as well. So. Uh, I was there. I was there. So you saw Sean. He was I the was there. I walked the red carpet with y'all. Exactly. And I'm, sure, <laughs> I'm sure that he was, you know, he probably asked you some questions, Susie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the hosts. <laughs> I thought Susie looked familiar to me. Yeah. Now, now I know it's been it's, it's been uh, confirmed. So uh, I don't go. know how to how to follow up with that, uh, Cassie. I guess the show is over. You know, right now. And but, good night. Good night. Right, right, right. Thank you, ladies. And, and scene. <laughs> But before you know, we get into the senior zone, Cassie, if you don't mind, I do yeah. want to correct you uh, oh. in your salute, okay? If you don't mind. Yes, thank you. Oh, let's do it. It's with your right hand. I was right. Okay? my right hand. Your right hand. Bring it to the uh, edge of your eyebrow, like you right where your eyebrow right is, right? And you want to make sure you never show your palm because that's a sign of surrender. So oh. just tilt it like this. Don't touch your eyebrow. Don't touch right it. Right here or at the corner of your glasses if you're wearing glasses, okay. right? And then you want to bring your elbow out, make it like a 90 degree, not way up, you know, like okay. a 90 degree, right? Like that. Okay. There you go. That's good enough right there. That looks okay. perfect. Then you just drop it down. And as you're dropping it down, you're closing your hand and bringing it to your side. Okay. We did that so as a, perfect. That's going to As a show so of respect beautiful. for that or whom you just saluted. That's well, awesome. Thank you for correcting us. There, you, that there you go. There you go. Where are you from originally, Sean? I am originally from, this may sound crazy, some may even think it's a conspiracy of some, but I'm from 
Queens, New York, but I'm from a section of Queens, New York called Corona Queens. Okay. What? Coronavirus. <laughs> yes. Gosh. Kind of strange. A lot of irony there, but we that's for probably for another show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wanna I wanna actually um, take this moment, if I may. I would like to dedicate this show to your aunt. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, um, uh, like many, you know, families uh, across this country, you know, you know, we've been affected. If you don't, if you have not been directly impacted, you m most likely now know of someone, you know, who has. Mm -hmm. And it hit my family hard. I had two aunts in New York. One uh, walked out fine, you know, uh, quarantined, and she's uh, going to make it. The other, you know, never saw the light of day. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, uh, and she was the one that was the life of the party when we had family uh, get-togethers, the spirited uh, one. So uh, it hurt, it hurt. Um, I'm still, you know, wiping tears away from time to time. But for thank sure. you for that, Cassie. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you very much. My heart breaks for you and your family. And I know she's safe and she's okay now. Um, but I, I know that uh, that that loss can, um, you know, be be felt. Like with any families, you know, we're in, in the sense uh, of when you have you know, empathy and compassion for others, you know, uh, and when others are hurting, you know, uh, I look at my blessings and I put it all in perspective. Uh, no matter what we were going through, I still felt and my heart ached and bled for many, many others who didn't have the wherewithal, the resources, you know, uh, the abilities, the, uh, the insights and how to speak with healthcare professionals. You know, I had those resources. In spite of the outcome, I still felt, you know, uh, blessed because I know that there were so many more suffering. And mm -hmm. so that's where my focus, you know, was even in my family as well uh, throughout out this. Debbie was a magnificent woman. She was, uh, uh, we called her the boss. She used to want to be in charge of everything, but took accountability for absolutely nothing. nothing. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering, how do you do that? My right? kind of girl. Yeah, yeah. What kind of skills do you have to have to be to be in charge, right? And people look at you as the person in charge. Yeah. It could be something, you know, minor, but not have accountability for anything. So that that's how she and I would always, you know, uh, interact. But she taught me at a very early uh, uh, age uh, that our circumstances, because we didn't grow up with any silver spoons uh, in my family, uh, uh, you know, so, you know, she, she exposed me to things that we didn't have in our community. Uh, and so we went out to different neighborhoods, different communities across state lines very early on. So I could see that, wow, there's another whole world right. beyond Corona, Queens, New York. And so, you know, those were subtle messages, you know, but she would take me to, you know, places that we would see on TV. Right. Uh, you know, and so that taught me to aspire for something else. She didn't always speak it, but she showed it, you know, to me. So I always knew that there was more to go after and, 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 and strive for and aspire for. And so that's the, the big lesson for me, you know, that she uh, taught me. And then smile, you know, along the way, you know, find humor. Uh, yeah. Even when things don't look well, you know, that's our medicine. 
in yep. all, many, many cases. So she taught me uh, that. And, uh, and so I carry her with me, her pictures, you know, uh, over there somewhere right now that I just got, you know, and uh, she always be with me, but I thank you so much for sharing that. But, you know, uh, we're in, you know, uncertain times, fearful times, you know, unemployment is, is worse than it's ever been. Uh, people are trying to figure out what to do, you know, uh, and, you know, where to get their next meal, how to pay their rent, worry about credit cards, all that sort of basic necessities of, of life. Survival. And yeah. Survival. Right. I mean, this is real for many, many, uh, people. If you're not in, in a, in a bubble, you know, uh, and if you're willing to look out beyond that, you will see that so many people are hurting. And I just wish I could do something myself to help the many and just not, you know, uh, the few. Uh, and so I just, you know, my wife would tell you, I just, I just ache, you know, uh, in that re respect. And, you know, if you don't feel now in this time that we're in, then you're just a cold blooded, you know, creature. I don't know yeah. how else to say it, you know, you know what I mean? And so, um, but I thank you for sharing that and dedicating, you know, this uh, podcast, you know, this show uh, for my, uh, for my uh, sweet, you know, Aunt Debbie. Aw, I was thinking the word bubble when you said that, because I think that, you know, you, we need, everybody needs to get out of their own bubble and, you know, see that we're all in this together. Somehow, some way we're all connected, which brings me to is, you know, what was your motivation for, for launching the Senior Zone? What, what was your... I, I feel like you already had an affinity from youth and, and saw the value in our senior voice. Yeah, my motivation, um, it came to me uh, while working with other healthcare providers, the big mm -hmm. ones, and I, we won't name them here, but the big healthcare providers in our mm -hmm. country. Uh, and the approach that I took with the job that I had, uh, I took a grassroots approach in the DC uh, community to get mm -hmm. out in the community to understand what they wanted, what they sought for in a healthcare plan. And so that took me into the community centers, into the wellness centers, into the senior buildings. And as I uh, established those relationships with those uh, key uh, influencers, as well as, I, as I call it, the Miss Hattie Mays, yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> you know, becoming a mini resource center. Folks would call me up and say, where do I go for this service? Where do I go for that? And I didn't know where to go. I was a traffic cop of information. And so the brainchild of an idea just, it was like manna from heaven dropped down on me. And, and I said to God, like, huh, me? You want me to start a radio show? Uh, one who doesn't like to speak, one who runs away from public speaking, all that sort of stuff. I'm not a in front of the camera person all of my entire life, but I followed that. And, uh, you know, things began to change. Uh, 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 blessings began to fall right in front of my path. Uh, doors began to open. I met the likes of Cassie Cruz, who called me out of the blue. I thought I was being pranked when I got a phone call. Uh, and so the embryonic beginnings of the senior zone was established. And so I just took it, you know, and we got better each show. Uh, my intent from the show was, you know, simply to have a positive impact, uh, an influence on our older adults so that they could, you know, uh, uh, just live out their lives with, you know, dignity and independence and quality and quality that we all yeah. aspire for and want yeah. all of our lives. 
But yeah. many of the misinformed or the ill-informed uh, just didn't know where, where to go. So I wanted to become that place, that safe place, that haven, that forum of connection where older adults as well as their caregivers could come and know that uh, to the best of my abilities, all information uh, that I put out is vetted as best as I can possibly vet it. And so it became a trusted place. And uh, so that was the spirit you know, of the senior zone and it remains that spirit uh, today where folks uh, come and listen. Every show is not for everybody, yeah. uh, but know what's there is, is good and useful and relevant information simply to improve the lives of our older adults. I love it. It's like, it's, it's, you know, necessity is the mother of invention and there was a need for that. And, and you stepped up, you leaned into it and, and we need that. And we, we need do. to, we need to take the stigma off of getting older because that it's a gift to get older. Yeah. You know, I, we, we've heard, you know, that, that the phrase, uh, love is what love does. Yeah. Right? So it's mean that love has to be actionable. Right. And so I say the same thing around care, you know, um, uh, Care just can't be a noun. It has to be a verb, you know, because if not, it's just smoke, right? We're just talking. So if you don't combine the two and make it an actionable activity, something that you are doing to uh, care for our older adults, then you're just, you know, sucking up oxygen. And it's lip service. Time. Yeah. It's lip service. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. So, well, that's, that's one thing that Sean does not do. He doesn't do just lip service. And I'd like, to talk, about, I'd like to talk about uh, the events if you wouldn't mind, like, would you share the plethora of events that you actually put on yourself besides the radio show? I mean, yeah, well, I just didn't want to have an on-air presence, someone that was kind of invisible, right? A voice every Monday morning at 10 o'clock here in Washington, D.C. I wanted to take the show and make it accessible uh, to our older adults, but not in a way that was self-serving. I wanted it to be a, uh, a platform that serve, you know, uh, our older adults to the extent that I can. I'm a one-man band. So to the extent that I could, you know, make our older adults feel special, pamper them uh, with things that uh, weren't, you know, out there, you know, uh, that I saw. So I said, well, you know, what can I do? So I thought of this idea of, uh, of, of providing free haircuts, free manicures, free, what do you call it, makeup, cosmetology, you know, for uh, the women. And so I- Makeovers, makeovers. Makeovers, Sean. yeah, yeah. Ah, you're <laughs> so great. That's, all, that's so lovely. That's it's so pretty. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah so it's, we call it our senior spa day. Uh, and we did one and one, you know, led to two. And then we got interest from other areas to do it. Uh, more interest than I can actually uh, do uh, myself, but it's a free event. The Senior Spa Day is a free event, entirely free. So Love we provide it. those pampering services, as, as I mentioned, haircuts and manicures and, and makeovers. And then we wrap that around with a host of vendors that provide relevant information for our seniors. And so they come, there are nonprofits as well as for-profits uh, that provide this information. The for-profits are instructed beforehand, we are not selling a thing at our senior spot. They do not even make that attempt. And so they come with that mindset. And then we wrap that around with some form of entertainment because you're sitting waiting for a haircut, right? Right. Uh, so we are bringing, you know, whatever the community, you know, gives us is what we accept. Right. Uh, so it's a community supported event. 
it's my pride and joy. It, you may see it even on my face right now. I do, yes. Because, you know, uh, I've had moments where, you know, I've teared up. It's okay, I'm a man, it's okay to cry, right? It is, uh, it is. Cry. It's very Heck important, yeah. and that's what we're talking about, the man. And I'm telling you, I've had folks that have just come to me after getting a haircut, after getting, you know, their hair curled or made up or whatever, and just- It makes a me. difference, Sean, and it makes a difference. Yeah, because a $20 haircut to someone on uh, uh, a fixed income, making $750 a month, they gotta pay their rent, their food, and other ancillary things to save $20 for a haircut. For ladies, who knows, $50? I don't I have no idea. $150? That's, that's a big percentage of their income. And so uh, it just made me cry. And that was the payback because there's no money's exchange for the senior spa day. And so my payback is the gratitude that mm -hmm. I receive from uh, the seniors that we serve. And each senior spa day, we're packing out gymnasiums right now. I hope to grow that even bigger. But uh, that's my baby. That's my. I baby. love it. How yeah. can you get other other you know in because not everyone lives in D.C. But we need those kinds of things. How can we get people to follow your model? It's a great model. You know how, I mean, extend what you do in terms of allowing other people to take on the responsibility. But we, it's so it's so valuable, what you're doing. Yeah, well, we are working on uh, it's in in progress, slow progress, snail sort of. Uh, uh, pace progress, but we're working on taking the Senior Spa Day National, calling it our National Senior Spa Day. And so we're working on getting, uh, uh, you know, all the uh, beauticians and the barbershops and, you know, all the pamperers, if you want to call them, call right. them that, around the country. They're very important to they're very important to all of us, and we need you. And we you got to get your nails did. You got to get your feet did. Didn't and let me tell you, get the hair done or the didn't get nothing did in the last. No, I know. Months. And like I get to tell you that my 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 roommate's mom, who is 80, 85, you know, and she's quarantining as she should, and she's she's sharp as a tack. I mean, she's amazing, Mickey. Hi, Mickey, if you're watching. Um, she she's like her biggest regret is she can't reach down to, to, to do her toes mm -hmm. and no and she can't have anyone come right now but it's like you don't think about those things you know They're, if you that no, no not you know not at the what, time. A, what a night you need it we need it and and our seniors need it and especially what you're doing sean that gift is such a great gift so you were explaining that you're looking uh to build that out nationwide Right. Yeah, I wanted to address Susie's question, uh, and we are looking, and we're working with other nonprofits to uh, put together the um, uh, the organization to make that mm -hmm. happen. I just can't do it just myself. Uh, you can't do it all by yourself. You no. need people. Come collaborate, please. Everybody help. Yeah. Get on. Well, Next every on. every city has local, you know, like Alzheimer's Los Angeles, where who we're very involved with, and it's you know, which you helped with the with Cassie's um, fundraiser. And, and he well he helped on, on the Los Angeles and he helped with Washington DC yeah uh, yeah division the all but I mean places like that there's so many local organizations that really serve the locals you know in their city and districts so you know it seems like a no-brainer to but, incorporate that but I think what Sean's doing is a little bit special and a little bit different and and that collaboration you need to franchise this Sean yeah so this needs to become like a franchise so you become 
that model and then people can pick that up and do that in their cities right. and you've created that workflow because what you're doing, how you're doing it. Yeah. That's the key it's a format. Things. You do your format and then you, you know, you license it out. We'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk. But I also want to say though, the pictures and the, the videos and the things that I've seen during those days, it's, it, it, it warms my heart. It's, it brings tears to my eyes when I see that, because it's like that love that you're sharing, that give back, and that's that circle of life that you are giving to somebody, and then they feel so different. They feel good, right? Yeah. They got pampered. They got their hair cut. They got their nails done. They feel like a queen. They are all gussied <laughs> up, ready to go uh, when they leave, you know, our senior spa days, uh, you know, events. And so we do those monthly uh, here in Washington, uh, D.C. Oh, that's uh, a good deal. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big deal. Uh, it takes how a lot many of do you How many do you end up having in, on, on that spa day? On average right now, uh, we have about, say, 250 that come through, uh, 250 uh, seniors. 250, that's a lot of people. That is a lot. Per month. Yeah, yeah. And we're set up for more. I can probably max out yeah. at around 500, you know, because that's what I want. I want to bust at the seams with, uh, with this. But, you yeah. know, sometimes we can't control the weather or other sure. circumstances. Like now, we're shut down all of 2020. Uh, sure. We haven't done uh, one. Uh, no, we've done one in January, but uh, that's shut, after that we've been shut down. But but that's uh, safer right now, and this too shall pass, absolutely. and then you'll be back on it. And you know, this gives you that time to build and rethink and connect, maybe with the building your franchise. <laughs> yeah, but that's our hope to take it national and to get you know those pamperers around the country to participate. And one of their slow days, like Wednesday, right? It's probably a slow day for barbers and beauticians during the day. And when during the, the day. Uh, and make it, you know, maybe, you know, a day in November or a day in May, you know, maybe twice a year we, we do this National Senior Spa Day or we pamper day, you know, mm -hmm. for our seniors. And it's just a give back, you know, to our elderly, maybe 65 and up, you know. But uh, it's a win-win for those uh, participants because they may possibly gain a customer as well during the offer. Yeah, right, uh, exactly. So we're working on that, you know, uh, and so when it comes out, I'll let you guys know and be the first to share it with uh, on this podcast. Okay. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Yes, yes. And, and um, I want to I wanna speak to uh, something that was the first as well when we came out to uh, uh, Maryland, um, Washington, D.C. to do our event. Rance and Judy Howard um, came and they actually- Tell the audience your, who Rance and Judy are. Oh, uh, Rance Howard is uh, Ron Howard's father right. um, and Bryce Dallas Howard's grandfather. And he's the reason, he's their patriarch. He's the reason why they are here. And he's an awesome And the loveliest awesome. man, one of the loveliest men I've ever met. He was- oh, Absolutely. Just, uh, the whole family's lovely. I used to know their mom who passed before Judy. Mm -hmm. And just, they, there's nothing, they, did, they just perpetuate- Goodness. Love and and goodness and they're yeah. they're the the best storytellers and Rance is a great storyteller as well and a fantastic actor and he was uh, the star in Broken Memories right and so we were of course fundraising and so Rance Judy and I went back east um, and Sean interviewed uh, Rance on his radio show and talking about the first Rance announced that Judy had Alzheimer's. I remember in that moment, and, 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 and Judy was sitting right next to uh, uh, Ranch, Ranch at the time, and we had mm -hmm. folks in the audience. I don't know how many folks there, but it was a lot of folks uh, there. 
and so it was a very you know touching uh, moment because I wasn't necessarily prepared for that either. So I can't remember what I said right now, Cassie, because it was in the moment yeah. uh, and it was real and it was live, but that was a special moment. And I think I still have that picture that I keep, you know, uh, uh, as one of my favorites because you provided me, and I want to thank you again, uh, uh, Cassie, with the opportunity to associate with, uh, with yourself, with broken memories, to have a life, life, uh, I don't know, a, a life-changing event. It was an experience for me that mm. I would not have had uh, till this date. And going out to LA and that entire experience that I had never been exposed to, I was nervous, you know, unlike any other time, but I had a ball uh, there. But that experience, Cassie, you helped put the Senior Zone on the map. You are in the Senior Aww. Zone Hall of Fame Aww. when we have one one day because like You're I said so sweet. you gave me a random call on a on a Monday after I was leaving the show and I'm is a Hollywood producer you know, <laughs> like there's no Hollywood producer calling me Sean Perry of the scene yeah, Shane Hollywood we've taken over this town and so I looked around is there any cameras around that I can see <laughs> uh but uh yeah, a relationship, you know, uh, was forged, and uh, uh, I hope it never, never, never ends. And uh, and so I want to thank you publicly, you know, for that opportunity because it oh. was truly an experience. But it also helped give us, lend us um, some uh, credibility, even within the D.C. community, because we had mm -hmm. folks, just not horizontally, not not that Miss Hattie Mays, right? Just regular folks, but we also had, you know, vertical relationships that were established. Uh, deeper within the DC community from, you know, the office on aging, you know, yeah, at the yeah. time to, uh, you know, the elephants in the nonprofit world, the AARPs of the world, you know, they came out and supported that event and many, many others. So it gave me, when I pick up a phone call and, and I say Sean Perry of the Senior Zone to those sorts of organizations, I don't get the runaround, you know, now. They they Aww. know that it's, it's, it's a... It's a legit operation, if you will, right? <laughs> Just not a fly-by-night, you know, uh, radio show. We're now in our eighth year, so I owe a lot of that uh, to you, uh, Cassie, and. Oh. and uh, you know, I'm my just, association, our seniors. I'm just going to say that I'm sure that that's not true, that it's by because of me, because it's really because of you, your grandma, your your Aunt Debbie. <laughs> and and, you know, we just and and we we got to be part of it. And I was so floored because I I knew, of course, uh, Judy's situation and Rance became her caregiver and he wasn't planning on talking about it so when they were actually on your show he decided to share with the world that she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's um, we became of course champions um, of her and and um, we've dedicated a lot of things to Judy Howard my walk's been dedicated to her and we want to find a cure um, he became her caregiver mm -hmm. um, until she passed away and um, he's an incredible human being. So I was just really, uh, you were so, if you remember, because Rance is super funny, uh, as you know, and he is a great storyteller. So of course it was the greatest moment. Uh, you were, you were, uh, very genuinely, um, uh, interested in, in that, that diagnosis and also his caregiving and what he was doing. 
but then you know he of he of course related it to sex <laughs> he, had to, he had to bring it back to some sexual that's my kind of guy yeah 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 we could relate then then we started having a real conversation at that point and like now we're talking <laughs> now we're talking and he's just he's a fantastic magnificent person and i love him and i love judy uh they became super great uh companions and friends and and just great people to to know. Um, that's, and I that's the beauty, though, Sean. Getting back to what you were saying of Cassie opening up or giving, lending a little bit of leverage and legitimacy, if you if that's the right word to what to your mission, because you know, the, using Hollywood for the right reasons sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, there it is a powerful platform, and I know that because I I did a movie. That's how we met. I did a movie right. with Valerie Harper based on my mother who has Alzheimer's and, you know, and life begins to imitate art and, and you, you demystify all those things that people don't like to talk about and make it joyful. It has, you know, and show the silver linings. We had very simpatico projects. Hers was about a man and, a, and his son, a man with Alzheimer's. Mine was about a, a woman with Alzheimer's and her daughter. So very simpatico and both and very similar tones as well. So, and I think, you know, that, that we need that. We need that, that uh, conversation to be out there. And, you know, Hollywood gives us a platform to, to have that conversation and whether or not it deserves it, it does add legitimacy. And you know what, though, here's the great thing is, is that the more that we do all of this, what you're doing, Sean, uh, is a great service because, you know, you've taken care of the East Coast, we're on the West Coast, and, and we're together now. And Takes really, a tribe. Yeah, exactly. And, it, and it's a collaboration of all generations, of all types of people, of all races. We're all equal in that way. We are not the same, though. That's, I think, the, the most important thing that I, I've got to learn. We have different strengths. And coming together, we get to participate in the strengths that we have and make a better world or make a, a, a worse world. And, and I hope that we, I know the three of us here are of light and we are working towards the better part for everybody and the future generations for us to be together. Um, and I think that that's what your events do as well. They bring people together. You know, uh, with respect to uh, one, Alzheimer's, I do want to talk about that. Uh, you know, uh, uh, many are in different boats with respect to Alzheimer's, but we're all, with the, we're all in the same storm. And so I think that this is one issue, one cause that has universal support. And so we all are looking to uh, get from under this storm. Now, many are in different boats within this storm. And so, you know, how do we find, you know, parity for those that, you know, are unable to provide this, the, the, the quality of caregiving, you know, for, uh, for their loved one, just as much as someone who has uh, the wherewithal, the means to provide quality of care for their loved one during that, you know, just, just said. And, and may I add that, that, you know, whether or not you, the haves or the have nots, eventually it's a very long disease that the haves will run out. Yeah. Yeah. It, and so, it does happen. And it happened to my mom. And, you know, as much as she was prepared, had prepared and planned and had a, you know, a very good nest egg, it, it, it will eat that away. And so it's, we need to pay attention to it because it, it's, it's universally devastating. It is, it is. And if you've ever been around, I know you have and I have, and, and see someone and speak to uh, their loved ones and, and, and learn the story of the one that's 
you know, plagued with, uh, with Alzheimer's, you know, and then to see how they are now, it's, 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 it just brings up just an overwhelming, for me, an overwhelming sense of, of, of just sadness uh, because we can't do anything right now. There's no cure, but I know folks are working you know, on the front lines to find a cure to, to, uh, to, to delay the onset you know, of, of Alzheimer's until there's a cure. So we have to support and lift up those uh, folks and get rid of this, of this just, you know, uh, uh, you know, disease that's just plaguing, you know, all of us, you know, around the world. It's, so, it's an ugly, mean, just, you know, and it does not discriminate. It gets anybody. Yeah, it's like COVID-19. It can, it can hit anybody. So, so we're anybody. all in the same boat. We might be in different boats, mm -hmm. but we're all we're but we want to make it a nice ride while we're in those boats because that's all we have. So, you know, I, I call my film a joyous look at Alzheimer's because the, I looked for the joy. That was my, I just, you know, I decided I was either going to be mourn the loss of my mom every day as she was, as she dwindles away and she's still with us. And, but it's been, you know, 14 years. It's a long time. And so I decided I made a decision. I'm going to love every stage of it. Like you do your child. Yeah, you so know? This, is what, this is what I've learned uh, through just not say Alzheimer's, but all of the uh, chronic and debilitating sort of uh, diseases that are out there. You know, we think that uh, caregiving is this box, right? And so I, I remember saying on air um, some time ago that uh, caregiving inside the box is like caregiving contained, right? So mm -hmm. instead of of, uh, of now, so I encourage my listeners to just not think outside of the box, but get rid of the damn box because everyone's uh, uh, caregiving experience is unique to them. And so why limit ourselves, open yourselves up for other caregiving experiences, speak with other people, find ways to make your journey, you know, uh, 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 I don't know, for lack of a better word right now, as pleasant as possible. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, it's, and it it's, can be right. I mean, it's so rewarding. Like I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you had it not been my mom, had that my mom not contracted Alzheimer's or I wouldn't have met the most wonderful lady, Valerie Harper, and got to work with her and be blessed with her and be able to go to fe film festivals and meet people that cry and say, thank you for telling my mom's story, my dad's story, my aunt's story, my grandma. And, and that's why those are the gifts you get from yeah. opening yourself up to something that you, you may have been resisting. Yeah, I mean, there's no shame in asking you know, for help you know, uh, and opening yourself up and, and allowing yourself to be vulnerable. I think it, there's strength in being vulnerable. There's strength in asking you know, for help. And we have to remove that sort of mindset, that disposition, that stigma that's associated with asking uh, uh, for help. And that's across the spectrum of all of these chronic diseases that plague us as we uh, get older. And so, um, uh, yeah, I mean, you just, you just have to have a heart of giving. You know, either you, and for the most part, you know, either you have it or you don't. And you can tell when it's just genuine, you know, uh, sort of compassion for others. And so uh, I think that I have it. I try to Me demonstrate too. that I have it and make it actionable. And I know you guys have it yeah, as well. Think. Yeah, think. <laughs> I, know, I know you have it. And I will say this to the people that might not have it that are listening to this and you feel like, hey, I don't have that. And I don't feel that way. Just it's 
it could be a little click, like a little kaleidoscope, little shift, a little change, a little expansion, a little opening up your minds, because you could have that. It's something that you cultivate, it's something that you practice. And we don't always get to talk about that, you know, the resilience, the perseverance, because, yeah. you know, all, all of us, you know, have been on the floor. All three of us have been on the floor. All three of us have cried. All three of us have gotten angry. We all get, we all, there are emotions. There are thermometer of what's happening and that's real and that's all okay. And if you maybe have distanced yourself from your own heart, you know, that can change, that can break away. And that's why we're doing this. So we, and that's why Sean's doing it. So we can communicate the message out. So more people can possibly pick it up and hear it because we're all vibrations and being able to pick that up. But also like what Sean was saying, like, you know, it, it, it's not in a box caregiving. Yeah, and it and a, it and it can like be defined a in a lot of different ways. And you know, maybe I'm better suited to be the hands-on girl. I'm gonna go and I'll, you know, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna sing and dance for our, all the seniors when I get there and they love it and whatever. And and you know, but and someone else can't can do, do something that. else. Yeah, somebody else do something else because it because I get tired. Else. I can't do it all by myself. So it's nope. like, if you, but if you are really good at something else or you handle the finances or you can do that, then let's be a team. Let's be a, a village and a tribe and just, you know, help each other, help others. And then, you know, it's going to, it's good karma. It's good. You're, we're all going to get there. We hope that we are, you know, in good hands at some point as well. Yeah. You know, I tell, you know, as of this interview, uh, this is May of 2020. And so this is Older Americans Month. And the theme of this month is uh, make your mark, make your mark on community, make your mark on friends, make your mark on co-workers, make your mark, but make your mark right where you are. You don't have to go out and, and, and do, you know, like climb Mount Everest. You can do things right in your own backyard. That could be making a meal for your neighbor. Uh, who's shut in, who's homebound. That could be starting a book club. That could be starting a radio program. That could be starting a podcast. That could read be a book, read a book for somebody. Read it, read, you know, some people can't see well when they get older, but they love to, they love, you know, literature. Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, uh, Martin Luther King once said that everybody can be great, right? Everybody can be great, but, you know, uh, 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 but anybody can serve. Right. We all have the ability and the capacity, you know, to serve and serve right where we are. And so that's what makes you great. You know, serving others. I found with the senior zone and I, I, I learned this once I started. I started the senior zone just shy of turning uh, 50. I was reimagining myself, reinventing Ooh. myself uh, uh, unwittingly. Uh, but I found how much, you know, when you give, just how much you get back. Oh yeah, it's it's a gift. It you get so much. Oh my god, I miss going. One of the things I miss so much, uh, of course, you know, notwithstanding missing my mom's, you just I like to squeeze her face really and give her a lot of lovings. You know, that uh, we're very demonstrative that way. <laughs> I, love, I mean, I still get in her. I know. I I love her so much. I just want to kiss her all the time. I love her, and yeah. you know, but. My mom used to be a professional singer, and so we bring her recordings in, and we play them again and again and again because that gets in, right? And then all my daughters—I have two daughters—when we all sing, and the seniors love it so much. All the other seniors who are there as well, and they come around. They're like, "Are you singing today?" Like they put us on the spot. Yeah. They're singing. Come on! Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> I guess we are singing today, yeah. <laughs> and we walk away. We feel so good. We feel so loved. And it's a gift to us. 
Yeah, it, it, is, it, it really is. It really is. I have a question for you, Sean. You've had a lot of guests on. Who had the most impact on you? Hmm, that's a good question, uh, Cassie. Uh, and it's an easy question uh, for me. Uh, and I use this, uh, and I'll use this question, and I've used it before to inspire others out there who have dreams, ambitions. I'm talking about at this stage of life. If you want to reinvent yourself, reimagine yourself, reimagine yourself, uh, just redo yourself, right? Uh, I had an interview with a, uh, a well-known DJ, certainly within the African-American community. He's a Hall of Fame DJ. Uh, his name was Donnie Simpson. And oh, yeah. so, uh, uh, you know, just to be in front of him at the time, I was in awe. I was nervous, but I'd finally got him to come to the show. And so he came like an hour early for the interview. So we're sitting, sitting in my studio at the time, just talking, rapping to one another. And so I felt at some point comfortable enough to be vulnerable to him. So I asked him questions about, you know, or expressed some of my anxieties about what I do, because uh, I'm not trained. I'm not a journalist, didn't go to school for that. Uh, public speaking, as I said before, is something that I've always shied away from. So I asked him questions like, so how do you overcome these anxieties. Now, he's already been in the business 40 years or so, right? And so he said he learned early on that no one could be better at being Donnie Simpson than Donnie Simpson. Just be yourself. Simple advice, right? But coming from someone like him, the stature, you know, the pedestal that I'd had him on to share that sort of just simple advice, mm -hmm. it, 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 it just released a lot of anxiety. I was able to say, okay, Sean, you're not a perfect speaker. You stutter from time to times. You lose your train of thought oftentimes, right? But you're genuine and you're relevant, you know, to the demographics that you're serving. Just be yourself. And that changed the senior zone. I mean, that was a pivotal moment for me. That, that right there just changed uh, the senior zone for me because I stopped coming home or after each show and counting. How many umma ummas did I say on the broadcast? Well, how many, you know, uh, you know I, I used to always say when I transitioned from one point to another, gotcha, gotcha, right? I understood. How many of those did I, I stopped counting those, you know, because that's not what's, what mattered. I was delivering... Right relevant information and my seniors would share that with me and then i would ask my seniors in my audience my demographics you know uh you know how i'm doing and they would just share back with me we just like you being yourself you know yeah. uh your imperfect self we we actually they they would uh, applaud me for being vulnerable you know on air and so it's disarming just, it's disarming it was it's, it's it was. disarming i mean i learned that like the, my most favorite experiences with you know so-called icons in in hollywood have been the ones that embrace their their foibles you know and and um and also they listen to others and they're that which is a gift to listen and that's what you do you listen um i want to uh, bring this back to caregiving and alzheimer's if i can for a second what have you seen change with that with all the people that you connect with and and the um guests that you have on over uh, these uh, seven plus years, you know, uh, what I've just seen, uh, because I started at ground zero, right, with no reference point, is just the, uh, the level of kindness that I see, you know, towards uh, the elderly. Maybe it was all, always there and I just didn't see it because I wasn't in this space as much as I am now. But the, the willingness for people to be 
um, much kinder towards uh, our older adults. You know, I end my show, every show, I end my show with this quote. And that quote is, be someone who makes someone else look forward to their tomorrow, right? So I'm really saying, be that person that makes that other person, you know, look forward to their tomorrow. Very selfless, you know, uh, uh, sort of statement there. And so that's kind of, you know, what I see, you know, we can speak about what, you know, uh, is happening scientifically. And I, I believe in my heart that within the next five, 10 years, you know, at the most, that we won't be talking about Alzheimer's. When I speak with, you know, uh, uh, the folks at, you know, at the chapters and at higher levels within the Alzheimer's Association, I always tell them, I want to put you out of a job. You know, I hope you are looking for, for other occupations in, in a few more years. Uh, but, and I believe that that's the case because we're all in the same storm. Uh, and so uh, to answer your question, I hope, I, I hope that I am, is that uh, because of Alzheimer's and the way it touches and impacts, you know, our uh, mostly older adults, is that, you know, uh, the level of just uh, uh, empathy, you know, uh, sympathy, compassion, and kindness is even more elevated because that person who's plagued with Alzheimer's, they are at their most vulnerable, you know, stage. They can't defend themselves. They can't speak for themselves. They can't lobby for themselves. They can't say what's hurting them. You know, there's a lot of can'ts, you know, that they can no longer do. So we have to be that advocate for them. But as Susie mentioned, you have to know that individual, be able to listen and, and hone in on uh, their cues because they're different and what's bothering them, what's aching them, you know, uh, how to best get them in a calm or calmer state. And so you can't be that unless, you know, you have a, a kind sort of spirit, you know, uh, understanding their place, you know, making sure that they have a better tomorrow uh, than today. Be that someone who makes someone else look forward to tomorrow. So I don't know if that kind of answered your question, but that's the spirit yeah. that, that I see and, and, and what I try to espouse on the senior zone. Well, that, that is very encouraging because that's what we hope to do too. That's what we, we want that to happen and, and, you know, just make it part of everyday life that that is, you know, just part of our life that we address and, and, and embrace. And I think I, I'm, it's, ha it's good to hear that you feel like there's been a shift. So um, that's, that's good. That's wonderful. So I be a, the person who <laughs> makes that another person excited to wake up for the next day. Is that it? Imagine, just imagine that, right? How yeah. much, it's like a virus, right? If we could all just, you know, uh, a spread, you know, if, if, if kindness was a virus right now, just oh. imagine how many people would be infected. Right, it would be you know. great. Yeah, yeah. Just spread sunshine all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one infects two, and then the whole world is operating, you know, kind to one another. And yeah, I think let's compete at who can be the kindest. If you're competitive, let's compete yes. for it. Well, well, if there's I, one thing, we're, he's winning right now. He, he's, <laughs> he's he's pretty. He's a good. He's a good winner right now. But you know what, though, here's the thing: is that if there's one thing that COVID-19 has shown us is that we really are very much connected with each other and that mm -hmm. we're not separated the whole world. That it, we, we, even though we might not be physically in that presence, we're, we're in some type of relationship 
or should you know, be. And also, well, we are the, even with the world and how we treat the earth or, you know, and, and our animals. I mean, those type of things, those are the bigger picture stuff. Um, I wanted to ask, Sean, is there something that, um, there's two things I wanted to ask. One is how many people have you interviewed? Do you, do you have a, a number? Is it in the thousands now? Yeah, well, you know, it's a weekly show. So I've been on coming up on eight years. So I'm not quite at eight years. So let's say seven and a half, you know, every week. And I do two interviews a week. Um, so we're coming up on our 400, 400th show uh, for Excellent. next month. So we're, I would say around, you know, 800 folks. You yeah, know? congratulations. Congratulations. You know, and, 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 you're you're talking to people that are um, in Congress in in give me a plethora if you wouldn't mind of of because I got to meet um, the um, the senior leader in AARP uh, Lou Rawls because of you a yeah. fantastic human being um, oh. who, who, tell me uh, the plethora of of just a scattering if you wouldn't mind the so, the, the genres yeah so I really like to talk about the horizontal folks right but we i know your, i know your question is the vertical yeah. sort of folks i mean we've had you know the, you know senators on our show we've had uh the mayor of, of washington dc on our show we've had the ceo from meals on wheels aarp uh, uh and uh, the glaucoma you know uh, foundation and many many others i'm actually fortunate in that uh living here in the washington dc area is the backyard to most of the national nonprofits, right? And so to have access to them, you know, physical access to them helps forge those relationships and being able to meet for lunch on occasion has helped to forge that relationship. So I'm at an advantage because of the proximity uh, that I am to most of these nonprofits, but it's been a ride. I mean, I, I've met people that I wouldn't have met. I wouldn't have been in those circles. I wouldn't have had uh, they wouldn't have been in my sphere of influence. And so I'm now part of that, you know, but I don't even like to talk about that part of it, Cassie, because I like talking about the, you know, Mr. Jimmy Jones, you know, yeah. Mr. Charles. You know Smith. Jimmy Jones? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm giving some generic names right now, right? Miss Hattie Mays, because I like to learn about their stories yeah. and yeah. how they got to this point in their life. What are some of their wisdoms right that they that they share with their sons and daughters and grandchildren i like those stories talking with the politicians and this you know the svps of this organization we don't have that sort of you know sort of conversation right it's too polished too rehearsed too professional well, right so well, yeah so you know it's the vertical it's the horizontal folks and i, and I don't mean to you know call them that but that I'm trying to give you a, an idea of i like those folks on the ground, so to speak. That, that's who I really connect with. And just to learn their story, because that's where I learn, and that's mm -hmm. where I grow, and that's where I become more relatable to my, uh, to my audience, you know, right. and so, yeah. Well, Sean, I wanna just say though, what, how you, the, the, the people when you interview the vertical as well as the horizontal, you always ask them for their story. So every single person, you're interested in their story. Mm -hmm. And that is what you are talking about. And that's why it's fascinating to listen to your show. So I thank you for that. I thank you for that service. I thank you for all of your service because um, uh, you're an incredible human being as, as I've already stated at the, at the beginning. Is there something that we might not have talked about that, or that we did not ask you that you would like to share before we uh, wrap this baby up? 
Oh, sure. We can go on for hours. Uh, I know exactly, but we're going to have to wrap up. So I just want to make sure because we could talk for a long time. <laughs> we're yeah. in love with you, as you already know. So and I'm in love with you guys. And I got a new love in, in Susie. Oh, uh, thank uh, you. Added you to the fold. Uh, exactly. It's true. I'm there. I'm She's happy fantastic. to be there. That's why my partner. <laughs> <laughs> I learned, and I may, I may get this quote, you know, wrong. So I'm kind of paraphrasing it a little bit, but it was instilled in me um, through my grandmother, uh, Rosalie Perry, and she taught me early on that how far, how far in life uh, that I go depends on how I um, respond to or how tender I am with the young, how compassionate I am with the aged right, older adults, uh, how sympathetic I am to those that are striving, you know, on their way up. And then lastly, just how tolerant I am to the weak amongst us, but also the strong amongst us. Because she told me that at some point, I'm going to be all of those from young to on my way up to possibly weak, possibly strong. So, you know, how we, you know, respond to those, you know, populations is how far, you know, my life will go the quality of my life. So that's what I just want to share with, with, with folks, you know, too. You know, while this is the senior zone, you know, still be tender, you know, to the young. It's the people you know? zone, really. Yeah. It is it's people we're people. We're all we all are on a continuum and that's the way it goes. So we're we we need to understand it. I say that about raising my children. I always thought when it, when my daughters every stage I, I put myself in their head what was I like at five years old what what were my you know what what were my priorities and and how did I feel and and just try to get in their in their perspective in their purview so that you can be more empathetic and more a better parent yeah. a better a better partner in their life we have to be if we want to leave a deposit you know mm -hmm. here on this earth you know. Uh, then we have to uh, uh, be better and we can be better if we, you know, if we do better, you know, uh, we're going to be better. And once we are, we're being better, we're going to want to do more of it. It becomes contagious. Yeah. You know, uh, I find I'm on fire, you know, uh, uh, for it. Uh, I really, really am. You know, uh, it's just, it's a contagion inside of me that just wants to spread it. And if, and if we can get enough people motivated or, or, or infected, if you will, right. Yeah that sort of mindset, then I just think the world would be a better place. Can you imagine if everybody had that motivation? So great. So great. So fantastic. Yeah. Hey, hey, by the way, Susie, uh, just, um, I did not disappoint, right? I set him up and he actually delivered more than I uh, set him up for. Yes. You, did, I over, you. did I over deliver and not, and not under? Was that okay? Yes. Yeah. You, you basically, I, I told you, you were going to over deliver. You always do. And you are magical. a lovely person. We are honored to have you and to have you in this world. And thank you for embracing the seniors and embracing everybody. And you know, and just, just perpetuating that, that frame of mind. It's a beautiful frame of mind. I thank you so much. We thank everyone watching and you, they can learn a lot from today. Yeah, we're just super grateful. Thank you, Sean. We love you. You're fantastic. I thank you both for this and I applaud you. I salute you uh, for what you're doing and trying to conquer, you know, Alzheimer's love conquers ALZ, you know, that's I'm right. see where you're going to go. And I'm saluting you back as well. We're so. saluting you. You got it. You got it. <laughs> we have, yeah, we did. We're fast learners. <laughs>
But we have a saying too. What is it, Cassie? I just want to say thank you to Sean. Thank you, Susie, of course. Thank you to our listeners. We really hope that you enjoyed our conversation today. Really hope that that you will continue to become a better person for yourself and then spread that because that's the virus that we want to have out there now. And um, until next time, we say, um, remember, love is powerful, love is contagious, and love conquers all. Oh, you gotta do it. Bye, everybody. Thank you, Sean.